Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 54 about Key West. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Christina. And I'm Tanya. This week's episode is sponsored by Tickets. Book Skip the Line and Fast Track tickets to museums, galleries, cruises, theme parks, guided tours, and many other attractions. Many of favorite Florida attractions are listed on tickets like Gatorland and the Florida Aquarium, or choose family fun passes in Tampa, Orlando, or Miami. Of course, you can also find attractions throughout the world, but why would you choose anywhere else when you could choose Florida? Visit floridatravelpod.com slash tickets to start searching today. All right. Last week, we did mention that we were going to talk about Universal Hotels. Surprise! We're doing Key West instead. What? <laughs> That's a really far off pin there, Tanya. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Unfortunately, we have a special guest for that episode, and we had to reschedule as, you know, life happens. So we have it planned. We're we're going to get there. We're going to talk about Universal Hotels. We'll, we'll figure that out along the way. It might be December, but... <laughs> We will get there. Exactly. I know she feels the same way. So this week I thought, well, let's just go to the southernmost point in the continental U.S. and go to Key West. This is a place we are both not well-traveled anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, but yeah. I've done a lot of research lately. And um, I mean, we have been and I have been yep. within the last 10 years. So uh, obviously things change, but... Before but we have lots we, to talk about with this one. <laughs> before we go into Key West, let's talk about our tip of the week. And my tip is to rent something fun as in a car. When you're going to go to the Keys, if you're going to do it properly, you're probably driving in from Miami. Why not rent a convertible for that fun drive 90 miles west to Key West? I can tell you my husband surprised me one time with a Corvette rental and it was one of the new Corvettes and I got to ride all down I-4 with the top down on this brand new Corvette. It was such a cool experience. Your husband rented something other than a Ford? Yeah, and he wasn't with me. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I got to drive it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great, I mean, how much fun would it be to be driving Driving around Miami in a brand Brand new Corvette with the top down. Yeah. So, but all right. if we're going to ride in a Corvette, Corvette with a, a top down, Tanya, yes, don't forget your sunscreen. Good point because I was ready to just skip right over that part. Like, I know. I have to tell you every <laughs> single time. I And I forget. I, I'm going to need more reminders, Christina. Right. So. We need to do some more episodes. <laughs> all right. That's a good plan. We're 50 in. I still don't have it down. So. <laughs> Tanya Tanya forgets things easy. Oh, thanks, Christina. (laughs) All right. So we're going to talk about Key West. Key West is the southernmost point in the continental United States. I'm pretty sure Hawaii would, you know, beat them out for the southernmost area. Contiguous. We'll go with contiguous, right? Right. (laughs) Contiguous meaning continuing. Anyway, how do we get to Key West? There's a couple different ways to get to the Keys. The Keys, of course, are those string of islands off the southern part of Florida. And they do have an airport. Did you know this? Uh, Probably, but (laughs) I have never flown to Key West. I've only driven. I've only ever driven too. But they do have an airport on the southeastern side of the island. It is an international airport. I don't. That's funny because I was imagining like, you know, the prop planes because it's Key West. Well, I'm sure when you say international, it just means somebody can come from the islands that are 
you know, 90 miles so south So you're not going to fly to France from Key West. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but it is a smaller airport. So expect you're probably only going to find like direct flights from various cities throughout Florida. So you're going to have to fly in somewhere. If you're, you know, from out of state, you're probably flying into Miami or into Tampa and then on to Key West. But by car is certainly the more fun way to go. The Especially keys- if you have a brand new Corvette with the top down, as long as you're wearing yeah. sunscreen. Uh, the keys are roughly 90 miles long. So, but like, don't expect to drive them in under two hours. It's not like 90 miles on a highway. These are... There's a lot of bridges, right? There's a lot of bridges. I mean, this is, you know, a two-lane highway, sometimes a four-lane highway. A lot of it over the ocean. Right. You're probably driving about 45 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, plan accordingly. I think sometimes you see those mile markers and you're like, oh, I only have 90 miles to go. That's an hour and a half. No. (laughs) No. However, those mile markers, they're a key feature in the Keys. And once you reach mile marker zero, you know you're in Key West. And this is one of those kind of drives you can just enjoy. It's so pretty to drive down there. It is. I mean, yeah, because you're talking you're talking about the bridges, right? Yep. Like there's seven mile bridge. There's so and- much to see over the water and just looking out. You you could really enjoy that, ro- that ride, even if it is 90 miles. It is gorgeous. This is a tropical style location. So mm-hmm. it's definitely worth the drive. But did you know that you can also go by ferry? I did not. Yeah, you can go. If you're in southwest Florida, consider taking the ferry from like the Fort Myers and Marco Island areas. I feel like Harmony might have even told us this when we discussed Marco Island with her. But Mm -hmm. that's been a year. So (laughs) goodness gracious, has it really? Yeah, the, the Key West Express even has a full bar. I'm in. <laughs> so, Let's go. All right, Christina, let's talk a little bit about the weather in Key West. We talk about Florida weather being, you know, humid and, and warm, especially during the summertime, but this is totally different. Right. Why? Be- because we're talking islands, we're talking subtropical, you know, we're beneath, we're not quite tropical, but we're super close. And the breeze comes from all over the place Uh, down there. I just, every time I think of being down there, I think of standing there on the beach and it could feel, it could be 90 degrees out, but it just feels so nice. It's so much better to be near the water, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, all the time. Um, But it is, it's, you know, unlike in other parts of Florida, especially North Florida, Central Florida, the weather does dip. It does get cool. We have lows in the 20s and 30s from time to time. Uh, your average lows in the winter in Key West are right around 60 degrees. So it's a great time to head down to the Keys. And then, you know, up in the summer months, yes, it's going to get to 75, 90 degrees. It's warm. It, Like I said, it's subtropical. So you need sunscreen and a sweater. I mean, <laughs> sure, if you're staying down there for a year. <laughs> I'm just I'm just here for the entertainment today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. But being that it is the islands and it is subtropical, you know, what happens June 1st? Oh, boy. Here we go. Hurricane season. Hurricane season. Yeah. So it's going to rain, right? But just like anywhere else in Florida, it's going to rain every day. In the summer. And there's always going to be a threat of a hurricane. Always. Yeah. it's you're There's not- always a hurricane out there somewhere. It may not come to us. It may twist and turn and spaghetti its way out of here. But there's always a threat of a hurricane. Spaghetti. <laughs> a spaghetti model. Come on. You know spaghetti models. <laughs> I do. I like that you used it as a verb, though. It's going to spaghetti its way out of here. <laughs> 
I told you I'm just here for the entertainment today. So make sure if you are traveling during hurricane season, you are A, buying travel insurance to get you out of there if you need to evacuate, but also plan your evacuation route should you need to decide, you know, should you need to leave because there's a hurricane coming. Yep. Um, okay, so what do you remember about Key West, like your key areas in Key West? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. It's been so long Is since I've been? been there. The things that I remember about Key West have everything to do with the the visual of it, the water, the temperatures, but not specific locations. Okay, so tell me what you, you know, when you're thinking about the visual of it. What's the blue the water, the blue water, just blue water. Blue water. What about the, like the houses and the architecture? They have a very uh, Caribbean look. Yes, that's where I was going with yeah. that. Because yeah, we're talking, we're in the Caribbean, really. Yeah, basically. I, mean, I feel like... Like, it's a hop, you, skip, and a jump. You, literally 90 miles to Cuba. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, people people go from down there in a regular boat. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like you have left Florida. Once mm-hmm. you get into the Keys, yes, technically you're still within the state of Florida, but I feel like... But like you think of the cruise ships. The cruise ships go from Port Canaveral and stop in Key West. Right. It is a port town, yeah. too. So there's a couple key areas. Um, Duval Street is the main street in Key West, and it's full of the bars and restaurants and shops. It runs uh, north to south. Uh, Mallory Square is located on the northwestern tip of the island. It's a great place to watch the sunset. I also feel like just because of where Key West is located, you can watch the sunset pretty much from anywhere on the island. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's like a. Remember, we talk about doing the sun sunrise to sunset across Florida. This is like <laughs> sunrise and then like walk across the street sunset. Exactly, and then you know spend some time on Duval Street in between and, and having a few <laughs> drinks and eating some food. Yes. Uh, there are, um, and then there's like old town, new town. Yeah, see now old town, new town. I remember very well, but okay. yeah. And I would say old town is that older it's, Caribbean, yeah. you know, light blues and pinks and purple pastel colored buildings. And the buildings and, are old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and we're going to come, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things to do, uh, in Key West, but you know, you're, you're heading to the keys. You probably want to talk about beaches a little bit. There are, I'm. I know personally, I don't find a lot of beach beaches in the Keys, right? A lot of them are rocky, um, I, I mean, sandy, pebbly beaches. Would you agree? Yeah. And, and you just mentioned, you know, not finding beaches. And I was thinking about this actually just yesterday when you p- book campgrounds in the Keys. That's what most of the people who camp in the Keys will tell you. Like, don't plan on camping here to go to the beach. Right. However, there are some beaches yes, they, to go to. Yes. No, I don't <laughs> mean it. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. You're not going necessarily for, you're going for the atmosphere. It's you're not, going yeah. for the visual, but you're not necessarily going to lay on weird. sugar soft sand. I think because part of it is it's so close to like the Everglades and the mangroves. And, yeah. you know, and it just goes to prove that our beaches everywhere in Florida are very different. I mean, we talked about that, I don't know, way back. Yeah, we, we way on back. our Florida beaches episode, you have rocky beaches, sandy beaches, and then and then the sugar sand beaches and the shell beaches with shells all over the place. This is just another version of that. So a couple of places in Key West, though, is Higgs Beach. It's one of their best kept secrets for beach lovers. It's about 15 minutes south of Duval Street. The north end of um, Higgs Beach features thick mangroves, but shallow water for the kids. So it's a great place to bring the family. So you're not talking about going surfing 
At Higgs Beach, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're probably not doing a whole lot of surfing down in Key West. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but the southern end has plenty of space to lay out on some of the rocks even or just stretch out on towels. Don't forget your sunscreen. You of know course. what? Of course, don't forget. Just, Tanya, you remembered. I did. That's something that's appealing to me, the thought of stretching out on the rocks, because you don't always want to lay in the sand. Yeah. And you know, it just the, I like those rocky beaches sometimes because I appreciate not having sand everywhere. Especially if you're going to picnic. You yeah. Know, you don't want to get sand in your Or food. you're not going to swim. You're just going to enjoy the beach. Right. Smathers Beach is another one that's got colorful coral reefs. So you're going to this beach to snorkel. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. That's great. I, I think you could go, you know, you can certainly go on your own, but I would recommend getting a professional guide who will show you all of the fantastic creatures in their natural habitat. And keep you safe. Yes. You can snorkel, you can scuba, you can snooba. You snorkel know scuba. Do you know what snooba yeah, is? is? Isn't that when you have a, it's like a personal size tank? It's like the combination of snorkeling and scuba. Yeah. It's, you keep a, it's like a, a personal size tank, I thought. So it's like you've got oxygen with you, but it's not carrying it on your back and you don't have like a regulator. Or- I think, uh, yeah, I think so. We're going to definitely need someone to call we in and tell us. We need an expert. We need a scuba expert. <laughs> scuba experts, we're calling you to come host a show with us. Side note, my son just learned that, you know, if he goes to a particular college that he's looking at, you can take a class for credit to be certified in scuba and then they take a field trip to the Caribbean. I was going to say, let's just talk about that, though. That's in the middle of the state of Florida. He's going to have to take a field trip. Yes. Well, I mean, but they they take a field trip to the islands to get fully certified. Oh, how horrible. That must be a really hard class. I heard it was very popular. I can't imagine why. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he's going to be roughing it next year. Hey, Christina, have you ever heard of Viator? I absolutely have heard of Viator. Did you know that you can use Viator to book places and tours in Florida? Yeah, there's some fantastic places that you can find on Viator. I have even booked that trolley tour that you took in St. Augustine. I was able to book that through Viator. And what I love is that if we had to change our plans, they have free cancellation. I know, 24 hours cancellation and you get a full refund, right? That's a 100% refund, isn't it? It is. And so you can find all kinds of things from trolley tours to snorkeling to even some airboat tours throughout the state of Florida. So so like a, an experience as opposed to just, oh, look up a, a, a rental to stay in or lodging. It's actual like total experience. Absolutely. And Viator has so many tours to choose from. They really are your all-in-one site for attractions and things to do in our sunshine state. And I wanted to say too, they they're, they they work like a search platform. So you could just be like, hey, I'm I want things to do in in Miami and it pops up with everything, right? Absolutely. So I put some of our favorite tours on our website. So to get started, if you want to go to floridatravelpod.com slash Viator, you can get started booking some of our favorite Florida attractions. And Viator is spelled V-I-A-T-O-R. So you know that we talk a lot about our state parks and uh, there is even some national parks down there near the Keys in Key West. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fort Zachary Taylor State Park is part of our Florida park system. It has beautiful beaches and great snorkeling spots. You can also go there and rent a kayak for the afternoon right off of Stock Island. They have, um, the, the park is home to Fort Zachary Taylor Historic state building. It's a great place for the kids to play on the beach. You can explore the fort, dig for buried treasure, 
It also has an on-site museum, observation tower, and it is. It's like sectioned off. It's right there on Key West, the island, but it is... It feels like a world away from the rest of Key West. I love that it's dig for buried treasure. We did just talk about this on a recent episode. With we the, did. With the tre- <laughs> and we are going to have another episode coming up, I think, with where we talk about digging for treasure. Oh, so. yeah. This is, this is becoming a new theme. Yes. I mean, welcome to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but Dry Tortugas National Park is actually further away from Key West. It's only accessible by boat, but you can visit this stunning island fort. Should you want to camp here, you have to make plans. I think we've talked about that, where we've made um, some plans to camp. It books fast, and it's only available as rustic camping. So when are you going, Christina? Never. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that once or twice. But you don't have to stay the night at Dry Tortugas. You can uh, reserve a day, but this is one where um, you need to definitely plan ahead if you're yes. going to go to Dry Tortuga. This is not just like boondocking or ca- tent camping with a bathroom there. This is completely middle of nowhere rustic camping. Yes, but can you imagine the sky you see at night there? Oh, yeah. That's something people talk about when they talk about Dry Tortugas a lot. Literally nothing yep. else is around you, so I can't and imagine. And the sounds, it's perfectly oh. silent with, well. With not, the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm immediately transported and relaxed yep. now just thinking of that. Tanya, I don't know if this podcast was a good idea because all we ever want to do is sit here and dream <laughs> about going on a trip. Yeah, it's rough work sitting here still talking about these places and not actually going. I mean, considering, you know, we've we've gone to the majority of these places, but we don't get to travel all the time. I know, right? Can we can we get a sponsor to just, you know, help us travel full time and, yeah. and we'll we'll phone it in. We'll phone it we'll in. We'll phone I it mean, in. Yeah. And yeah, we can just sit there in our campers and just be like, hey, let's do our podcast today. There you go. So let's go talk about some of the best things to do in Key West. Number one, sunset celebration. I mean, everything sun related is going to be. Right. I mean, if you are so pretty, the furthest south you can get, if you are the furthest west you can get. Well, I don't think you're the furthest west you can get in Florida, but you are the furthest west you can get in the Keys. You know, you're going to have a good sunset and it is spectacular. Why is it that the sun looks I mean, it's the same sun everywhere. Even, I mean, it changes even just going to Key West versus the middle of Florida. Sun in Key West is prettier than sun everywhere else. I'm sure someone's going to, you know, tell us why it's more spectacular there. I'm sure. Oh, I'm be sure that there will be, be someone who will say that. But it, it is. It's and We can have, respectfully disagree, though. <laughs> they, uh... They have a celebration every night right there at the southernmost point, also in Mallory Square. You can, I mean, can you imagine going to celebrate a sunset every night? In they Key have West? Yes, I can. Street performers, food trucks. It is. It's definitely We've a talked thing. about this before. We've talked about sunset celebration? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it, I think, in Clearwater. Oh, okay. Um, okay. You can also, we talked a little bit about um, snorkeling and diving in mm-hmm. Key West. Fishing is also a big thing in Key West, um, in the Keys in general. So if you're going to go um, snorkeling, diving, fishing, there's a lot of different charters that you can do. But what is Key West known for? Oh, yeah, this is good. We've talked about this place a bunch of times, but key lime pie. Key lime pie. Uh, you can get key lime pie 
anywhere in Key West. But there's a fun fact about Kermit's Key West Key Lime Pie. It's actually manufactured in DeLand. Due to the small amount of space on the island, they can't have enough space to make that many pies. So they make them in DeLand and bring them down to Key West. And we have an episode all about DeLand, too. That was back on episode 33. Nice. You can also do, Christina, you've done trolley tours. Oh, yeah. There is a conch train trolley tour. It's the best way for families to get around the island, see all the sights. It's an open air trolley, takes a loop of most of the downtown and makes stops at all of the tourist attractions like Mallory Square and Fort Zachary and other fun stops along the way. Trolley tours are always the best because you get the best information from the locally, local people, locally, the it locally is. people. <laughs> The locally people. I love doing a trolley tour or something like that at the beginning of our trip. And then going back. Right. Because then you go, oh, I want to stop there. Oh, I definitely need to go there. Oh, let's for sure head over to this place. Mm -hmm. So um, the other thing that Key West is known for. Ernest Hemingway. Yes. This is, this is, we talked about this on one of our festival episodes because they have their festival down there. They have a Hemingway festival. Yeah. (laughs) They also have a Tennessee Williams festival. That's right. They do. So Tennessee Williams also spent time in Key West. So you you can go down if you're a fan of Ernest Hemingway or Tennessee Williams, you can go down uh, Ernest Hemingway. There is a home and museum dedicated and it features his old home where he lived from 31 to 39 1931 to 1939. Mm-hmm. I suppose I should preface that we are in 2021. 20. However, so. we haven't gotten to 31 yet, so you're good. True, but there was, you know, in 1831. Uh, yeah, people might not know. <laughs> um, but it's also it's a great attraction, but it's a historic site. So any anyone who wanted to see how Hemingway lived, mm. um, but there is um, there is a Tennessee Williams Museum as well. And Tennessee Williams, you know, playwright. I don't have the time when he lived down there. Now, those are some hardcore literature people who are going to go down there just to see those two things. Right. But I think think a lot of people love the lifestyle that Hemingway had. So I think they like to see what what did he actually look like. Um, Another (laughs) famous spot in Key West is Sloppy Joe's. Yeah. Heard of that. (laughs) It's an open air bar. It's a Key West tradition. Was even visited by Hemingway. Yeah. So, you know, it's Stomping been around grounds. for a while, too. Uh, yeah, there's, it still has his key hanging on the wall with a plaque that reads, Hemingway slept here. <laughs> Which, if he had a home, why is he sleeping at the bar? Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. I think that goes back to the lifestyle we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, even though it's a bar and it's popular with college kids and adults, families are still welcome there. They have live music every day. They attract people from all walks of life, so you're sure to have a great time when you're there for um you know for spring break or wherever else you you know whenever else you visit key west um we talked or we're going to talk about cuban food yep and a couple and a few Three episodes. episodes yeah we so a little preview but key west is what 90 miles offshore from mm-hmm. cuba so they might have a little bit of cuban history and cuban culture in key west so you preview can, Eat Cuban food is a big thing to do in Key West. Um, and then festivals. Yeah, this place we've talked about in previous episodes and as far as Key West goes with festivals. But 
this um, coming in April is the Conch Republic Independence Celebration. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. So you say it. Conch Republic Independence (laughs) Celebration. (laughs) Every year, visitors join the Florida Keys residents for the Conch Republic Independence Celebration. It's a quirky event, it says. This is directly from their website. Quirky. There you go. (laughs) It's directly from their website, which I love. It's a quirky event honoring the birth of the Republic and its place in the Keys history. The Republic was founded in April 1982 to protest the installation of a U.S. Border Patrol checkpoint that stopped traffic at the top of the overseas highway, the only road in and out of the Keys. I did not know that, but there's a celebration for it. (laughs) I think it's because it's the Keys and there's a celebration for everything. Let's just go back a few here. Sunset celebration. Right. A daily sunset celebration. You know, the sun sets regardless every single day. (laughs) And so, you know, this episode airs March 1st, which is Mardi Gras this Mm -hmm. year. So, you know, that you can find some Mardi Gras celebrations, but there's another celebration in Key West and I don't have it on our show notes here. I see that. (laughs) Fantasy Fest is kind of like Mardi Gras and Halloween combined. It is, you know, parades and beads and costumes and lavish, I mean, lavish costumes. You've got to look up Fantasy Fest in Key West. It happens in October and it is an all-out, anything-goes spectacle. Maybe not a family place to go. What? <laughs> Can't imagine the word Mardi Gras being attached to something. Or fantasy fest, <laughs> yeah, I'm fan- telling you. So. <laughs> wink, However, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> rapid fire, Christina. I'm going to tell you, I actually would love to go to fantasy fest just to sit there and people watch at some point. So... When, uh, what else would you like to do in Key West? Oh, uh, I, you know, that sunset celebration, that kind of sounds great. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, either a snorkeling or a scuba diving. I think that sounds like a great experience. I, I'm going for fantasy fest one of these days. And then I just want to eat all the food. I want to try the Cuban food. I want to have a key lime pie tasting tour. I just want to go on, you know, like you can do wine tours and brewery Mm -hmm. tours. I want to go and eat all of the key lime pie. Key lime. I agree with that. Favorite. I want to eat it all. And I have to do it in Key West, right? Because it's what they're known for. Yeah, I'll go for that. Now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And we have talked about this one before. It's for people like Tanya who forget their sunscreen. (laughs) Just kidding. Tanya never forgets her sunscreen. You know, they sell sunscreen at this place too. But I I found, I, I love this product. I love their brand. Key West Aloe is after 45 years of blending luxurious formulas, they produce the largest selection of aloe vera-based products in the world, not just in Florida, in the world. And they're based out of Key West. And we invite you to discover what so many of the customers already have. They absolutely guarantee your satisfaction, but they do. They have all kinds of hair care products, after sun products, but also sun care products like before you go and get burned i know that's what most people think of when aloe but visit keywestaloe.com to uh, learn more about key west aloe stay tuned to follow what we're going to be doing next week you can follow us on facebook and instagram at florida travel pod or 
floridatravelpod.com, where we are sharing our most recent travels. Have you experienced something that we haven't talked about specifically in Key West, though? That was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And you can comment with your favorite tips and ideas about any of the things that we've already talked about or reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us on your favorite podcast player. Download all of our new episodes. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod to get shout outs, postcards, stickers, travel mugs. Maybe, you know, we can send you something from Key West. Uh, If you support us, it really does allow us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Next week, we're going to talk about Disney Springs. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Christina, how do you go about making all your campground reservations? Well, I used to have to go and like search a location and campgrounds in this area and sort of filter through and go campground to campground. But that sounds really time consuming. <laughs> it wasn't. It was it was like you have to go place to place. So it's website to website. And then I found I found Camp Spot. Oh, Camp Spot. I love Camp Spot. Yeah, Camp Spot basically filters everything out that you want in a campground and gives you all of your options right there. It's kind of like a booking engine just for campgrounds, right? Right, exactly. They communicate directly with the campground. There's no need to call. I imagine you had to call campgrounds too. A lot past. of a lot of them do. They don't they don't offer you anything online. So in this place, you can pick the place. It's an instant book. And And they guarantee you're always going to get the best price. Yeah, it filters everything out for you, and it also finds you the best price. Plus, you can find campgrounds that are big, small, RV parks, glamping, and more. You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to learn our favorite locations.